Peter Nygaard used to wear a t-shirt that said, Shut up, I'm a billionaire. He looked like a lion. Big chest, wild mane, the bravado, the king of the jungle, in this case, king of the island. And on that island were many deer for this lion to devour at any moment. His girlfriend at the time, Su Lin, was a Brazilian model. I met Su Lin at a private event at a nightclub in L.A. I was basically naked at this party and caught the attention of her friend Polo. He was a producer. Chris Brown was also at the table, and Su Lin was a lead in his video. They all loved me, so Su Lin started bringing me to a lot of exclusive shit because she saw how well I behaved and how sexy I came through. After many fun, successful Hollywood nights, Su Lin invited me to the Bahamas. I was beyond excited, but when she told me we were flying on a private jet and going to a private island that her boyfriend owned, I felt like it was too good to be true. I asked, do I have to do anything like fuck someone or pay for anything because I don't have any money? She said, of course not. I'm shooting a cover and he said I could bring friends. You definitely don't need any money. I was overjoyed to say the least. I had a big crush on Sulin. I couldn't wait to spend a week with her. And while my instincts told me this was too good to be true, I felt like I was just being paranoid. Besides, at that point, my life already sucked, so I almost didn't care what happened. I graduated college but couldn't find a job. I had no money. I lived in a small apartment with my mom and her cheating boyfriend who stank up the place. What did I have to lose by flying on a private jet to the Bahamas with people so rich they could employ me? Sulin had Peter expedite my first passport ever. I felt so important. As soon as I got that passport, I was officially excited to take my first international trip. When I was on the jet, I felt amazing. Like a rich, hot bitch. Not as hot as Sulin and her friend who had natural hair down to their waists. And it was that good, thick, wavy hair they sell for 200 a bundle. Her friend spoke three languages and was on the cover of a magazine. They invited me, so I felt like I must be some kind of hot. But it turns out, I was not. Gotcha, bitch! She brought her hot friend to have fun with, and the poor black girl her man could harass. Just his type. I should have known this wasn't for me, but I was on that jet feeling like a future Naomi Campbell until I fell asleep and was awakened by predatorial Peter touching me. I asked him to stop. I said, why don't you touch Sue Lin? She's your girlfriend and she's right there. He actually stopped and went back to his room. It was so quiet on the plane. I tried to hold my breath to stop myself from crying. I was thinking, what's going to happen when I get to that island and how the fuck am I going to make it back home? Su Lin lied when she told me I didn't have to do anything to go on this trip. Then she pretended to be asleep while her boyfriend sexually harassed me on the plane. I didn't see the point in bringing it up when we landed. But the island was incredible. We had a gorgeous suite with ocean views and stone walls. We ate delicious food and we were treated like stars. Su Lin knew I had a crush on her, so she would walk around the room naked and bend over to pick things up. I saw the most beautiful backshot ever. I felt like she was trying to make up for the flight. And at that point, it was working. She knew I liked girls, but was way too shy to even try. So she was flirting with me. There were so many girls I recognized from music videos on the island. They were way hotter than me, and I was super excited. I felt like I was one of them. Schedule her a massage at noon and an unwanted cock at two. I was in a room with at least eight people when Peter walked in and they all scattered. It was like a scene from National Geographic where the lion runs out and all the deer scatter, but one gets caught in the lion's grips. I was trapped. Teeth punctured my throat and I died. In actuality, he came at me with his prosthetic dick out. I mean, I don't know if it was real or fake, but it looked fake and it felt fake. I couldn't do much but deal with what was happening because I didn't want to get trapped in the Bahamas. He was my way home. Beside the fact he owned the island, which had many places to hide the dead body of a girl with a big mouth. So I didn't fight it at all. And when it was over, I cried. It left me feeling like I was never going to be anything other than a cum rag. I took a shower and dried my tears. 
Two girls and a guy came to me while I was standing alone looking out at the ocean in a very dramatic way that you would see in a movie, but it was my actual life. (laughs) They said, don't worry about what happened. Just hit this and come have dinner. While I got high, they told me, we've all been fucked by Peter, girl. Even the gay stylist joked and said, me too, girl. We all laughed and they walked me to the dinner. I smiled and ate like nothing happened because they made me feel like I mattered. And they gave me the strength to roll with the punches. Or in this case, roll with the unwanted dicks, which are much worse than punches, let me tell you. (laughs) I'd rather take a punch than an unwanted dick any day. Three people whose names I don't remember made effort to make me feel better. They comforted me while Su Lin shot for the cover of the Black Men's Magazine. I was able to keep a positive attitude and I really enjoyed the rest of the trip. They did our hair and makeup. We took a private boat to the Atlantis and spent the evening partying at a nightclub. Everyone was staring at us. We had security and there was at least 20 of us all very hot and dressed naked. I enjoyed the attention that evening. I actually felt like a star. The next day I was sick from drinking too much and I was taken in a private car outside of Nygaard's gate. I went to an ER, and whatever they gave me made me feel better. The driver was nice enough to take me to a church we saw on the way back. It was tiny and beautiful. We went inside, and I said a prayer. I wanted to get home safely, and I wanted to have a decent life. I prayed for both. Before our flight, I was offered to join the Nygaard team and travel to New York and then Canada for some fashion shows. I would be given all these clothes and become one of his girls. But after the rape, I never wanted to see him or his dick again. So I thanked them profusely for the opportunity and the entire trip but politely declined the position and never saw Peter again. I kept in touch with a few of the girls from the island. One of them was an actress who played in a movie with Mike Epps. We would be VIP at the most exclusive clubs. We would hang out at the studio with celebrities, and she provided my first lesbian experience, which I was really looking forward to and enjoyed beyond measure. I moved on, and while I moved on, Su Lin kept luring girls to the island and Peter kept raping them. Now he's in jail, and Su Lin is meeting with lawyers because her freedom is also at risk. Of the three times I was raped, this was the least traumatic experience. The hot girls and the people catering to me made it much easier to get over than the rapes where nobody brought me soup or comforted me. A private investigator came to my current home and without my permission told my husband that I had been to that island that Peter Nygaard allegedly raped underage girls on. He gave my husband his information so I could call and tell my story. I told the man I want nothing to do with this and that I was 23 when this happened, not underage, so please leave me and my husband alone. I don't need the money and I don't want the attention. For all I know, that could have been someone Nygaard sent. I joked around with my husband saying we should hire Gloria Allred. I can get a press conference going and become a famous victim. I could get my hair and makeup done and show up to court requesting millions in compensation. But that's not happening. (laughs) The story for me ended as soon as I made it home safe. That was the only thing I asked for beside a decent life. And I actually received both. It will be interesting to see how long they sentence him. And if they officially charge Sulin, I'll certainly be reading about it, but I really don't care what happens to either one of them. Thanks for listening. I appreciate all of the support I've received, and I look forward to sharing more disgusting and awful things that I've done in my life. (laughs) So stay tuned to the Naked Wife podcast.